another episode of Ain't That That Some (laughs) Yes, you guys. Welcome back. We're super excited to bring today's topic. I know. I hope you guys can relate to this topic because today we're going to be talking about a lot of the things women don't talk about when it's it's about becoming a mother and going through those struggles and, you know, all the good things that come with that title. So... Good and bad. Yes. Let's talk about the real raw shit, right? The raw, 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 raw. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like this topic has been highly requested. A lot of times, a lot of our, um, a lot of our audience actually are female, so you guys are probably going through it. Are you know uh, are pregnant at the moment or? Um, just plan or you plan on having a family? You know, so we want to have you prepared. And we this want you to the, know the go-to, the go-to manual on becoming a mother. <laughs> yes, yes, you guys, because there's so much stuff that not a lot of people talks about that talks about. Not a lot of people talk about, you know, and it's really important things. I wish I would have known all this before getting pregnant. And, and not that it would have stopped me, but at least I'm like, okay, I'm prepared for it. I know that I'm not alone. You know? Exactly. Especially because, you know... It's seen like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to be a mom and just, you know, the pregnancy and the kiddos. But then it's like, we don't know how your pregnancy is going to go. You know, there's so many issues that could happen. And I'm not saying, you know, it's going to happen, but there's so many little things that could happen. Exactly. Then when the baby's here, you're like... Ugh. Yeah, it's not all what just glitz and glam. Yeah, because it's it's so true. You know, I feel like you go to the park, you go on social media, and you see pictures. You have a family like beautiful going out with places. And you see them all happy, but dude, you get home and it's like you have a baby that's crying. You, 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 you did have not a- see the car seat with the poop all over the <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So there is so much stuff, and you know, I think social media and just everything we 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 think that it's all beautiful, but no, we're gonna be real here. We're gonna talk Very about real. the good stuff. So today's title is. The real meaning behind the title of being a mother. Yes, I love it. All yes. right, Betsy. So let's get started for today. So, yes. So where do we start? When you barely get pregnant? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so guys, <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> and then it's step by step. No, I'm just step kidding. Step by step. We no, need a mail. <laughs> but I think like you said, you know, there's a lot of times with pregnancy, you see a woman who takes pictures and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Yes. Until you go through it, you don't realize what your body goes through, your the body changes, you yes. know, that your body goes through. And 100%. Then, and then, for example, like for me, I never expected for me to have gestational diabetes. So that was one of the complications that I had during my pregnancy, which totally sucks because if you aren't familiar with gestational diabetes, um, basically your pancreas blocks, no, the your, your, your bag, what is it called? Your, your uterus? Yeah, your uterus uh, is blocking your pancreas, so it doesn't allow the insulin to go in. So 
you technically have to either be on a specific diet with exercise, and if you can't control it with diet or exercise, you do have to get on medication, which sucks, right? Yes. So for me, both my pregnancies, I had gestational diabetes, dude. Wow. And it really sucked. And a lot of people were shocked because, you know, I'm really You're tiny. Skinny. And I'm You're skinny. Tiny. They're like, how do you have diabetes? Yeah. But... Even my, um, you know, my doctor told me you could be the healthiest person in the world and you could still get gestational diabetes. It's something you can't control. It's just the way your body and the placenta places itself. It's just, it's, it's crazy. But for me, it was not enjoyable. I hated it because I had to like pick my, if, if you guys are familiar with gestational diabetes, you know, you have to pick your finger four times a day. And then it's like you, you have to, you're literally like on a meal plan, like a meal yeah, plan. Yeah, I remember you were like, yeah, you know, dude, you would send me, did you send, you would post the pictures. Yeah, I would post pictures. Of you pictures. meal prepping. Yes, And it's dude. like, wow, when you're pregnant, like for me, I just oh, you wanted to eat. eat. Yes. I just wanted to stuff my face. I mean, I crave, you crave so much everything, stuff. Yeah. you know? So with my first pregnancy, um, it was very easy, uh, just like the common side effects, you know, like the sleepy, the oh, laziness, like the nausea. I would pass out. I if I sat on the couch to watch TV, I was out within yes. five minutes yes. when I got pregnant with Ethan. That's how I was like, "What's wrong with me lately?" Um, but with Ethan, I the only thing I craved was pizza, oh, pizza, 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 mm, pizza. That That's so all I craved. And with him, I didn't get like any of the bad side effects. Oh, you're so lucky. But. I gained a lot of weight and I retained a lot of water. So uh, when I got pregnant with Ethan, I was 127 and I ended up being 180 when I had him. Wow. So did so, you swell up because you were retaining a lot of water? I was retaining okay. a lot of water, so I swelled up. I did not have gestational diabetes, but you know, just like the, you know, I was the one wobbling <laughs> at six months. Yeah. I was huge, huge. With Ileana, it was different. It was just mostly like, a, you know, I wanted to rest. I was very tired with her. But it's just very picky on the stuff that I ate. Mm. With Ethan, it was totally different. I just wanted mm. to eat everything. Pupusas, tacos. Like Lo que fuera. Tortas, pizza. But it was mostly pizza ah. for him. With Ileana, it was just mostly like fruit, veggies. Like it was no, nothing different. where, like greasy, where it would like kind no, of upset your stomach. No, it would really upset my stomach. Yeah. And then with Ileana, actually, um, before I found out she, I was pregnant with her, I passed out. I was playing with Ethan and we were walking to the room to take a nap. <gasps> See, and that's I scary. Fainted. I like not like the novelas. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like straight I up. always I always thought like I don't think that's real, but no, no it it's is. true. It is. I had Ethan in my back and I was like, baby, let's go take a nap. <gasps> He's like, okay. So I got on my back and I remember walking to the room. It was a hallway to go into our that's bedroom. Scary. And I remember right before I hit like it was from tile to carpet, you know, mm -hmm. and the hallway was tile. Um, I remember like slowly like my vision getting blurry and as soon as thank god i got to the carpet though as soon as i i i stepped uh to the carpet into our bedroom uh-huh i i passed out like oh i could see like it's just so crazy you lose control of your body like yeah i could see it in slow motion but i couldn't control it oh my gosh and so i landed on my knees and Ethan fell off, but luckily oh, he, he wasn't yeah and it was the carpet yeah it thing. was the carpet and i could hear him from far away mom mom that's but very crazy. far away, dude. And I, you know, I woke up and I was like, what just happened? Like, it, I was, I did not know I was pregnant. Uh-huh. And I called David and a couple of days later, I started spotting. But it was not like a, like a regular spotting. It was just like, you know, very Bien pink. Poquito. Uh -huh. And I took a test and I was pregnant. So that same day I went to the doctor and due to the fall, the placenta detached. 
detached. Oh, no. So there was a high possibility I was going to lose Ileana. Oh. So I was on bed rest most of the pregnancy. Oh, my gosh. And See, finally, that's hard. Yeah. And finally, after, when <laughs> once I got towards the second trimester, I was able to do things, but it's still very, you know, mm-hmm. moderate. And she was able, the placenta was attached able to attach again. Wow. So that was with Ileana. That's crazy. It was crazy. Each pregnancy is it's, different. It's so different. Very different. So different. Yes. And even if, even if it's, you know, because a lot of times they'll say like, oh, if it's a girl, you get these symptoms and you get these cravings. But no, because every pregnancy is different. Yes. I mean, you have two girls. So I'm yes. sure you experience different things, right? Yes. And then with Ethan, I couldn't be around my husband. That's crazy. I think I told you this. Yeah, you I couldn't be. I couldn't stand the way he was breathing, the way he would eat his food, the way you know. Even after we take a shower, the way he smelled like it was just a scent that I could smell. And you were just like, Ugh. and then I would look at him and be like, "Can you stop chewing like that?" <laughs> and then he's like, "What?" what? <laughs> he's like, "I'm just eating." <laughs> and we would go to sleep, and we would lay Can you down. Not breathe? And I was like, "Why are you breathing so loud?" And he's like. What the hell? <laughs> yes, That's so crazy. And that was with Ethan. <gasps> with Ileana, it was more like I did want to be around him. I wanted a hug for him to hug Mas me. Como amorosa. Like more amorosa. Like I wanted him with me all the time. Wow. With Ileana and with Emma, it was just a completely different pregnancy. With Emma, it was a lot of the depression. Oh. I did not enjoy the pregnancy. I, it's it's crazy, and I don't know if you guys can relate, but with Emma. I was already having problems with David, and mm. while I was three months pregnant, um, him and I decided to go separate ways. So that's when I moved to California. And with that added to the pregnancy, I was in a really oh bad gosh, state. Yeah. I was in depression, and it wasn't nothing like my other pregnancies. And my other pregnancies, when you're pregnant, you're like, oh my gosh, my baby, and you want to hear. I would even buy like the, the Dopplers and stuff yeah, like to hear that. The heartbeat. Yeah. I couldn't wait. I would buy clothes with Emma. I didn't feel that same connection. Mm. I even told my mom, I was like, I don't. You were really going through I depression. I was going through depression. I was yeah. like, mom, I don't even, I don't feel the same. I don't even know if I, 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 I have a connection with this baby. Like, I wouldn't say I didn't love that baby, but it was just not just there. Not the the mo- motherly um, feeling, the feeling, love, the yeah. love. Yeah. Oh and my gosh, that's so crazy. She knew I was going through depression. And my mom was like, well, look, she's here. If you still feel the same after she's born, I'll take her. That's how bad I was in depression. Well, it's because uh, I don't know if if a lot of you guys know this, but I myself just found out, and that was because something that's that's what she told me. You told me, but apparently, if you do experience depression, like postpartum depression, with like your first pregnancies, it does linger on. And Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Like I thought, okay, you're pregnant, you go through postpartum depression, and it's done, and it's done, you're done, you're over it. But I had no idea that it lingers on, and it can linger on for years, dude. Like. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, it did. So, and I think I, mean, I, I did, it did linger from like Ethan to Eliana, but it wasn't as bad as with Emma. Mm. And so, you know, fast forward, I had the baby. And to be honest, I didn't even buy a single pair of clothes, like nothing. Wow. I didn't even plan a baby shower for Emma. My best friend is like, hey, Let's go. So only like my very close friends went to my house and they did like a little, oh, like, like a small baby like a shower, brunch, baby shower between us. But I didn't want a baby shower. I didn't want nothing. My first yeah. items for my baby was because of them. Mm. They did like that private baby shower, yeah. but I didn't buy nothing with my other two. I would buy stuff like at the first month. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what are we having? Yeah. You know? With Emma, it was so different, but I will say <laughs> once I had her, um, 
all that came back mm. like my baby like it's you that know love it's, it, that, it's yeah. so weird because yeah. i feel what you're saying but it, it's so weird because that connection is just like wow me baby, my baby. Yeah. like my love like you can't believe it like i always tell my mom this i'm like how can i love this little human that I just met, like, because even with Aiden, Aiden's only a year old. It's and I like, see him and I'm like, how do I love you? Like, I love you more than my life. How is that possible? Yeah. You know, how can you love a little baby so much? But no, yeah. With So with Emma, that was my thing. I was, uh, you know, <laughs> once I had her, you know, that that motherly instinct kicked it, kicked in. Mm-hmm. You know, the love is just like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And that's the only one that looks like me. <laughs> She does. Emma looks exactly like Betsy. She's the I only swear. One that looks like me. She Latitos. has like my charisma. Yeah, the attitude, always happy and smiling. Yes, um, dude. But it's just crazy how each pregnancy for me was very, it's very so different. different. Yeah. Yes. So now let's talk about. We've had enough of like the pregnancy. Let's talk about your body oh, wait, before before oh. we move on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I do want to talk about how you know. Some people feel when they're pregnant, they love it. You know, some women love the whole transition of being pregnant, right? Uh And some people have a very difficult time. Exactly. I had a very difficult time on my last two pregnancies. With Ethan, it was just our first one. So it's just like all the emotions. You're embracing everything. Exactly. But with Emma and Ileana was a very different pregnancy. It was just, you know, I didn't like to be pregnant. I was on bed rest, the nausea. So be easy on yourself when you're yeah, going through a 100%. stage because every pregnancy is different. It's not going to be the same. And some people are going to, you know, some women love being pregnant and mm-hmm. some are like, no, no. Yeah. So no. for example, for me, my second pregnancy, it was very different. I hated you guys. I hated being pregnant. I, not that I hated, like, I don't, it's not, hate, it's, not hate. It's, just, it's just the for, body change. Yes. We love the baby. No, it wasn't carrying- even like the body change for me. I just didn't feel sexy. And it's uh-huh. so weird. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, I mean, I liked the fact that I gained a little weight because I've always been very skinny. And I have a hard, yeah, dude, I have a hard time gaining weight. So for me, the gaining weight was so exciting. I love, if I could, if I could gain weight without getting pregnant, oh my God, dude, I'd be the happiest. Girl, if I could not gain weight, <laughs> give it to me. Give I'm it the other to way me. Around. I look at the burger and I'm like, I just added 10 pounds. <laughs> See, and for me, I can't, like, even if I eat some, I mean, look at me, I'm really tiny. I uh, Right away after I give birth, boop, all my pounds, I lose them. So, for me, like, gaining the weight was so good. I was, like, so happy. I was like, okay, my legs are getting thicker, my arms, like, I feel so good. But as soon as, like, I see the belly and then it's just the motions, I don't know. I honestly don't know what it was, but I did not feel sexy one bit. And for me, it was just, ugh, I hated it. It's crazy because I love seeing my belly. Like, like I loved seeing the belly in the mirror. And not that I didn't feel sexy when, you know, I was pregnant or naked pregnant yeah but it's just i love seeing that process i just didn't like the way it made yeah, me see, feel yeah exactly it made me feel like not myself the yes. energy like yes. i wanted to be out there and like those women that are like running still when they're nine months pregnant yes. you know working out yes. and i was just like Peace. I'm, going to, I'm going to sleep yeah you know so i i didn't mind the process of the body changing i mind what it did to me Yes. Emotionally, emotionally mentally yeah you know and yeah see same same here yes. because i love the whole concept like i think our our bodies just 
beautiful. It's yeah. like being able to make another human being. Like that to me, it's just mind blowing. It's yeah. so magical. I love the fact that we're able to do that. Like to be able to create life within yourself. And it's, it's magical. But like you said, I feel like for me, it was just like emotionally it, what it did to me. It was, I don't know why it felt, it felt that way. And I don't know if there's some of you guys out there that are going through it or, you know, went through it, but it's, I don't know why I can't explain it, why it feels that way, yeah, you know? It's just crazy. And then I would say like the best part of my pregnancy would be when you feel the baby. Like, oh, when I you wake up and you that. see the little kick or you see the little like the you know it's such a beautiful bond it's a beautiful bond yes and but you know other than that it was just it was a lot it was a lot for it me it takes a lot of your and toll and then once you have the baby nobody tells you you know oh, the pain yeah. after that, how you have to take care of yourself how you have oh, to like do God. certain things to heal that you know because Ethan was a 6 pound 15 ounces mm -hmm. so he was tiny but through my labor, it was a 32-hour labor. Oh, my gosh. Girl, you were going through labor. it. Jesus. Um, that kid wouldn't come out. So there would be push, and Ethan would come down the birth canal, and he would hit my pelvic bone. Uh, so once he would hit it, painful. he would go back up. Oh, my gosh. He's like, wrong exit. <laughs> yes. And, and then I was like, just get him out. C-section. Uh, They're like, no, he's there. We can't do a C-section anymore. So finally, he came out, um, and I didn't tear with him. Good. I did not tear with him. I teared with Ileana. Ileana was eight pounds. Oh, snap. She was bigger. Ileana was eight pounds. Um, but with Ethan, my epidural didn't work, actually. They put the epidural twice. So I did not know that I have like a little curve in my spine. Oh, so, so when they put the epidural, it? no, they put the epidural, they didn't put it in between the spine. So oh. if you guys are pregnant, there's a big old epidural needle that goes in your back <sighs> so you don't feel pain, right? <laughs> like it's me goosebumps. And they put it in between, I don't know the exact term, so sorry. But in between the two discs, right? So oh. you can numb that, that area. Ugh, I'm all like cringing yeah. over here. When they put mine, they didn't put it in the middle. So oh. only half of my side fell asleep. Oh my gosh. So by the oh time gosh. the anesthesiologist came back in and redid it, I felt everything. Oh my I God. felt from where he, the shoulder, the head popped in, the, the shoulders, shoulders, and the then the hips. legs. Oh my you God. Know, like, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm feeling. I know it. It feels um, like, yeah, like, it feels like, me. yeah. You know, like they're swimming out. <laughs> so I felt everything with him. But after you give birth, you get cramps, really bad the, cramps. The uterus, the uterus starts contracting. contracting. When they're breastfeeding or you put them on, oh. they start, your uterus start contracting so it could go back up, to, you know, back to back normal. To normal. I didn't feel that part with Ethan because I was numb already. They put oh. the second one too late. Yeah. So that part, it was great. Um, with Eliana, they, I was only in labor for like 10 hours. Actually, 12. From 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And with her, it was easy. They put the epidural right. I already knew what I had to tell the anesthesiologist. Mm -hmm. Um but the cramps afterwards. Dude. <gasps> or what about when they come and they like On, press and you? And they, like, they dig in there oh. to take everything out. Oh my gosh. With Ileana, it was just, I felt everything. Me retorcia oh, afterwards. I, I couldn't even carry her after because it was so painful. It's so painful. Giving birth it's is so painful. It makes it look so beautiful. Like, oh, yeah. you hold your baby and then you're like, oh. I know. And they have the makeup on. Uh, and, dude, you know, I didn't. It's funny shots. because I didn't even, no, I did not like want to do my makeup. I honestly give props to the girls who do their makeup because I'm like, how? gorgeous. How? I was like, how, babe? <laughs> and I'm a makeup artist, dude. Yeah. I, I, 
I was just like, I can't. No, I can't either. I had like broken vessels in my face. Everything. I looked. I have pictures of us, of me, Jose, and Mila when we. Yeah. You know how they come into your hotel room and yeah. like they'll do pictures, dude. I look like I got ran over by a bus. Dude. I'm like this. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Dude, I'm like, you're like that, and I'm like in chata. No, like, I you was so irritated. My nose is dude, huge. I have freaking eye boogers. Okay. <laughs> Dude, my eye I busted know. vessels in my eyeballs. Like, Dude, that's how bad I was with Ethan. It's so crazy. It's, they don't tell you this stuff, right? They don't tell you none and of with that. with Emma, I was like, with Emma, I want quiet. I want peace. I don't want nothing. Yeah. And so I ended up going all the way to six centimeters, seven centimeters. No, six centimeters. With Emma, they put the epidural. I fell asleep. And then next thing you know, I'm like trying to push the epidural to give like, me more juice. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, I call the nurse like... The juice is not working. And she's like, well, let me see. I was like, I feel a lot of pressure. And she's like, her head's there. We're ready. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was such a different, tra- like, different fast. labor, you know, and it was oh fast. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so after you have them, you have to heal down there. You have to put that that spray to numb it. You have to clean the it with the witch hazel. Everything. The big pads. The big granny pads. So, be gentle on yourself. If you're having a baby, you're going to have a baby. Reach out to your friends that have had kids so they could guide you through the process. Yes. I always guide my first-time mommy friends. But yes. I take them a bag, a, a basket with the stuff she needs. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody tells yes. you you need the nipple cream. Dude, if you, you know? breastfeed. Yeah, nobody tells oh, you that. Nobody God. tells you you have to massage it so you don't get... Mastitis. Mastitis. I had, I suffer from that so many. When Mila, with Aiden, that's the whole reason why I stopped breastfeeding because it was almost every two months that I was getting mastitis. Dude. It was and so, it's so painful. It's so painful, especially because since he was a baby, um, he wouldn't latch on. I think it's because, so the first time with Mila, it was such an easy transition, yeah. like to breastfeed her. It was so easy for her. Um, but the second pregnancy, obviously your nipples grow, they get bigger. So Aiden was a lot smaller than Mila. So he had like a little tinier, Mm. so every time he would latch on, the milk would, was just too much for him. It would like overflow. It literally would come out through the, it would come out through gushes. You had a fast flow. Fast flow, dude. Do you know that there's shields for it to be slow? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I went with the lactation consultant because every time I would breastfeed him, and I should have vlogged this, but, um, when I would latch them on, I would always have to use like either um, a bib or put like little trapitos around yeah, his neck or something. Because every time I would have him eat, dude, my hands would be dripping. Like milk yeah. was dripping. It was so, and it was so painful, dude. Really? So painful. So with Ethan, I was a cow. I was huge. Like Ethan like destroyed my body. Ugh. Thank you, son. Thank you. <laughs> he paved <laughs> the way, though. He paved the way. But I was so engorged. Oh, yeah. And I was just milk after milk the thing with ethan i would have breastfed him breastfed him more than three months but he was um he had a lot of acid reflux my milk was not it was not that it wasn't good for him it was just not helping him it was not heavy so there's some kids that get you know acid reflux based on what the mom eats and all that stuff in the breast milk ethan it didn't matter what i ate he would just you know, mm, se le regresaba. Yeah, se le regresaba. So I needed to start him on formula with added rice, so it could be a little oh. heavier. That's why when I, I'll show you pictures of Ethan, he's fat, like oh, he's a fat, fat boy. So the first week, 
He was six pounds, 15 ounces. By the time I took him to the hospital the next week, he was 12 pounds. Oh yeah. my. <laughs> oh, what? He was he like a double double my God. So the doctor was like, okay, don't be afraid. Sometimes they lose about two pounds after they're born. <laughs> Not your baby. She put it there and she's like, well. <laughs> Not in your case. <laughs> he actually doubled his weight. He's 12 pounds. And I was like, what? Like, how did this but happen? It was because of the... The rice that you were giving. The added formula. Uh -huh. Well, I don't even think I was giving the added formula. But he was just... He wanted to eat, eat, eat. And wow. then once I gave him the added formula, he just gained weight so fast. Yeah. With Ileana, I did not know this because I was, you know, second kid. You're still learning. Um, I wanted to breastfeed her longer, but I got sick. At six months, I got like a really bad cold. So I told my husband, I was like, here, take her. I don't want to give her a yeah, cold. Yeah. Well, I stopped and that couple of days, I dried up. Oh, wow. I dried up. That's crazy. Usually you would get engorged. No, I dried up completely. Oh, my God. And I tried to do like the teas and like the cookies, but it wasn't ya enough. Ya no se te regresaba. Ya no quería. She oh. just wanted a bottle now. She got used so to the bottle. So with her, I didn't ha have that, you know, that connection that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Now with Emma... Mm. That girl breastfed till she was four and a half. Girl, you beat me. <laughs> I, I breastfed Mila till three. She was almost three years old. She but, was four and a half dude, when I stopped. It's a lot. But it's mentally draining, to be honest. I mean, it saves you money. It saves you money. It no, saves for you money. Sure. And, and it's bond. right there. And, and it's, it's the warm. Bond. And when she wants it, it's just. You know, so Did I'll she, be in public spaces and she'll be that's like. That's what I was going to say. Mila, one time we were, we were at a, I think we went to Target and it was Jose, me and Mila. And like, I'm carrying her. She was little. I think she was probably like two years old. And I'm like carrying her and we're in line to pay. Tell me why this little girl pulls. grabs the shirt and just goes. And, um, and my bra, and my yeah. bra, I literally. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. She's like, chichi mama, chichi. And I'm like. You don't, yeah. Luckily, nobody saw, but even though it was like, Mila, don't do that. Yeah, and like, they don't know. That's their food, not. right? Yeah. Emma was the same but way. Was like, she would oh go God. and she would like, oh, mommy, you should hug me. And then she'll like start creeping the in there. Manita. And then she'll like, and she'll just latch Lights on. on. <laughs> and the other hand is like caressing the other yep. nipple, getting yep. it ready yep. <laughs> for the She's next like, meal. Warming you up. <laughs> warming you up. <laughs> this is the stuff nobody tells you guys. Exactly. But the bond exactly. But I will tell you, the bond between me and Emma, completely different from my other mm. two. We're like, it, it's just different, you know? Um, but you breastfed her till she was four. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I had to take her You're off. You're like, I'm done. And it's funny because now, like, I'll be like, Mom, you want chichi? You want chichi? She's like, ew, Mom. Like, that's nasty, ew. I you're like, like bro, a year ago. Oh, actually, yeah, a year ago, you were stuck on that. You're like, dude, it's funny because when I was going to stop breastfeeding Mila, I went to her pediatrician and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm like, I want to stop breastfeeding. And this and that. He was, I'm like, she's getting already too old. And he's like, you know, you can breastfeed her up until she's five. And I'm like, no, that, there's no way I'm <laughs> breastfeeding till she's five. Like, I could never imagine a five-year-old. Yeah. She comes and she's just like, mommy, I'm yeah. hungry. And you're like, what? Dude, no, I was I can't. doing real estate. And, and, and Emma would go to the office with me. And then she'd be like, mom. And she'll pull it down. And I'm like, oh, my God, Emma. So I'll cover you're her like, up. You're like, fine. And then my coworkers would be like, what are you doing? I was like, <laughs> I'm breastfeeding. She's like, you're still breastfeeding, breastfeeding that monster? <laughs> she's like, all yes. biting out of your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, bro, she's a teenager. Dude, and you get her dude, out of the boob. <laughs> don't you feel like a cow though? I, I, I feel swear, used with Emma. Exactly. I feel so used, but she I also swear. just straight the boobs. Yeah, dude, let's talk about 
your boobs, they they're go destroyed. All under, yeah. Like, what happened to those like nice perky, perky ones? Boobs? Now, like you lift up your hands, so you're like, oh, I remember when they were up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey guys, I miss you. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> no, but it's true though, dude. Like yeah. this is so crazy because yeah. literally that's what your body goes through. And 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 dude, your stomach. I I envy those girls that bounce back like this. Yeah, with their stomach, like no stretch marks. No, girl. Even though I'm petite, I had the biggest belly ever. People be shocked. Like you see me from behind, and you're like, oh wow, you look pregnant no. from behind. So she turned. I turn around. My belly was humongous. I remember. And so I have a lot of stretch marks. I have a lot of loose skin. Yeah, me too. Tons of loose skin. If you guys see me on my Instagram, you guys already know that. my I'm always wearing either like high-waisted pants or leggings or something because from the belly down, I have a lot of loose skin. And, and if you guys know me, I wear big jackets because <laughs> I am still trying to recover from the 14 years ago. Like <laughs> I still have that weight. <laughs> that baby weight. It's still there. <laughs> that teenage weight now. <laughs> you know, but yeah, your body goes, I mean, I have uh, stretch marks. Luckily, you know, there's different types of stretch marks, right? They're yeah. the red ones that look like somebody scratched some of the those. crap of you. I and mine were just white. So... I have stretch marks. Oh, Your no. hips. My thing was my hips and my butt. I carried my... I really believe I carried Your my weight. girls in my butt. Oh. You know, because... not. I mean, that's not too <laughs> Let me but. tell you a story. This is so funny that you just said that because... So, one time we went to the store with Mila. I don't know if I told you the story no. before, but... We went to the store, right? Mila was... She was little, but she can already speak. She, was, she knew how to communicate herself. And I'm, like, pushing her in the cart. Well, there's a girl, right? She has, like, big butt. She's small waist, big butt, dude. Like, she's got the flattest stomach, but the biggest butt, right? And I'm like, damn, it's just one of those girls. Yep. Like, you're just like, girl, like, all you have is butt. Yeah. And so I'm, like, pushing Mila. And the girl's on the phone. And, you know, she's, like, going through the racks. And Mila goes, mommy, she's got a baby. <laughs> and I'm like, no, baby. There's she's pointing at her butt. Oh, my god. I'm gosh. like, baby, no, that's not a baby. And the girl's, like, looking at me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I'm, like, pushing her <laughs> to the other side. But that was so funny because she saw the, the bump. bump. So yeah. she's like, she's got a baby. Yeah, she butt. must have had a big butt. Dude, she had a big butt. Yeah. You know, no. she's, but I was like, damn, girl. Yeah. Can, can you, like, pass them on here? Like, come on, <laughs> like, girl. No. But that's why I was laughing because yeah. you're like, I carry them in my butt. I, really, I, I really do believe I carried them, like, because my hips grew. My butt got bigger. And you so, got all the stretch marks with and that. And I got, like, I actually got more stretch marks with Emma than I did with other two. Oh, okay. With the other two, I didn't have stretch marks. I did have, like, the little loose skin. Like, we know where oh, it shrivels. See, si, como un globo. You yeah. blow it up and... And it's just my stomach. Yeah. But with Emma, because I carried her so low. It was mainly down here. It was mainly down here. So with Emma, by the mm -hmm. six months, I was just like, I can't. Because I it, she was too yeah. low. Um, oh. So I have more. That's when you have like the fupa. Dude, isn't it hard to get rid of that? Like, it is. I mean, I'm skinny. And I still have that little baby pooch right yeah. here. I'm like. Yeah, it's very hard. It's just. Doesn't go away, and I'm fucking skin. I'm all skin and bones, yeah. dude. I'm like, what? What? Well, that you could disguise it. I'm, I could disguise I'm it. So <laughs> you could tell it's there. Hey, but see, you guys, I love this because you get two perspectives. You know, like a lot of times, 
a lot of heavy women out there or thick women are always like, oh, I wish I was skinny because this. No, girls, like I'm telling you, I'm skinny. I, dude, I actually weighed myself yesterday. I'm 92 pounds. It's crazy. I actually weighed myself yesterday, but I ain't telling you how much that <laughs> You're was. Like, so, <laughs> so, you know, it, <laughs> but it's, it's nice that we have both perspectives yeah. because, you know, a lot of times you, you want what you don't have. Exactly. And, and, and you, you get the pros and the cons for both sides. So just because you're skinny does not mean you bounce back like this, that your body's, no, I, I li- not in my case. Yeah. I wish I had my body back to before I got pregnant but you know I, I'm thankful for my body that it allowed me to get my babies and I wouldn't train them for anything in the world every stretch mark it's so worth it you yeah. know but it does suck that your body's never the same never never like the stretch marks you kind of have to just learn to to love yourself to love yourself love literally your body. feel sexy in your body exactly and it takes a while and it takes a lot of like <laughs> telling yourself but once you get there yeah you're not gonna I'm care. still not there fully you guys to be honest I with Mila I had loose skin and I was very insecure about it and after I, I was like okay I don't think it's gonna get worse I didn't get many stretch marks but I did get more loose skin and it went higher this time so that's been a like I mean I'm only one year postpartum you're so still you still have a lot it's of still, time I'm but still but you're still healing your body I'm still, still healing. heals yeah it's still healing it's still trying to get back to normal yeah and that's what you know some women don't understand it's like I thought in three months six months yeah you have those we, women that we have could, so much we put yeah. ourselves like so much pressure on ourselves because it goes back to what we're seeing and yes. we are constantly stuck in social media so you see the women that just get pregnant and literally she's working three months later and she looks amazing mm-hmm. and then you got yeah. me here on the other side of the phone and you're like uh, i don't look like that <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like me i'm all like what I'm like i'm like how do what they don't have loose skin are they even yeah. human like what but you know it goes back to Loving yourself, being comfortable in your body. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that women can do now to get there. And whatever exactly. that is, as long as you're okay with it, who cares who what cares? anybody else has to yes. say? Yes. And, and let's talk about this topic too. Like, not this topic, but... Well, let's leave this, this one alone now. Yeah, let's move, let's, let's move on to like what happens when you bring the baby home, especially if you're a first-time mom, you guys. To be honest, for me, I wanted to live in the hospital. I loved being at the hospital because they would just cater, help you. Like any question you had, they would be there. Mm. Every time Mila would like, you know, do a weird sound or something. And I was like freaking out. I'd be like, (gasps) you know, calling the nurse. She comes. She's like, it's okay. It's completely normal. They help you. They guide you. So for me, since my anxiety is really bad, dude, I was like dreading going home. I was like, okay, I'm going to go home to a whole new baby. It's being a first time mom was like oh my god like what do i expect like you know she does all these weird you know newborns make some funny noises that like i remember i would freak out because you know they don't have muscle control like they can't control their muscles like in their eye movements i remember mila would go like (laughs) 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 she would literally do that did did your kids not do that Tell me that's not true though. <laughs> Dude, the babies, you know they're sleeping and they'll go like they'll open their eyes and then they roll them. <laughs> I would That freak is out. true though. That is true. It's true. It's funny because they're sleeping, right? And they're they can't control their eye they can't close it, right? <laughs> so there's times that you're like, oh baby, you're awake and they actually see they're like <laughs> Yeah, and, and like, then they're like and then they go. 
they're dreaming. I have a video. I have a video. I was I was actually looking at it when like a few days ago because Aiden turned one. So I was going back and I saw a video where he's like. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, like what's wrong with this baby? (laughs) It's like he's drunk, he's smiling, and then he's like wanting to cry. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So for me, it was so scary. Like and then having, I was like, is she breathing? Yes. Every, like, two hours I would wake up and, like, I put my hand, like, yep. on her, like, put her, you know, touch her stomach. Y también Jose, I remember we were both paranoid, like, or we would hear her go, mm, like, we were like, oh, my God, yep. you got her, I got her. It was just crazy. So, luckily, I had my mom through my first pregnancy. I was very you. blessed. So, she would tell me what to do. Um, one of the things one of the nurses told me before I brought him home, because that was one of my, 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 what I was afraid of, because mm-hmm. I was reading like what could happen after pregnancy. And then yes. SIDS came up. Oh. SIDS is when a baby, I don't, what's the right yeah. term? Like, yeah, so they, yeah. they, they literally pass away while they're sleeping. So that's scary. That itself. stayed on my mind the whole time. Yes. And I explained that to the nurse and she's like, don't worry. What I recommend you to do is get a little mirror and put it right there. Like, don't touch them so they don't wake up. But, like, put it right there. And if you could see the, the fog. The fog. That's a smart so idea. So, with Ethan, I was like... <laughs> you're leaving the, the mirror. <laughs> yes. And then there's times that you're, 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 you're looking at them, right? And, like... Mm-hmm. They stop breathing. They stop breathing. And you're like, Ethan. 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 <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then they're like all startled. Oh, no, like what just happened? They, they're, they're like, all just kidding, baby. Shh, shh, yeah, shh. And I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but that's it's my that's fear. been my biggest fear when I'm I yes. have a baby. And then even with Emma, I mean, Emma, I had her and I was by myself the whole time. My mom lived close and my sisters will come, but it's nothing like when somebody is there with you, yeah. right? So with Emma, it was just me and the three kids and. I was so tired. I remember I was so tired. It was the oh. second week I was there, and she was breastfeeding. You guys, she literally rolled out of the bed. Oh, like, she was like, Bloop, and I'm like, my oh, my God. God. And, but know, that happens because you're just so sleep-deprived. So sleep-deprived. I mean, like, I did not think that when you go into labor, that's the last time. Whatever you had a good night's sleep the night before, that's that's, that's as good as it's going to get because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, once, you know, you're in the delivery room or once you actually have the baby, I'm like, okay, you go back to sleep. No. Yeah, no. Every two hours, the baby keeps crying and then colicos. Oh, my God. You know, there's a lot that comes with yes. that. And you're just sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. You're yeah. paranoid. You're trying to, you know, take care of yourself. But, yeah, it's still trying to take care of another baby. It's like, hard. It is so hard, you guys. So hard. And that's where, that's where for me, like, my depression started yeah. because there's just so much, like, oh, my God, like, your hormones, your everything. You know what? Now that you say <laughs> that, maybe that's where I, I had really bad depression with Emma because I was by myself. I would wake up, go to sleep, kids. It was just me. It's so, so much. you know, I could tell you, I fell asleep and she just rolled out of my, my hands. Um, but it was just all me. And I think that's where my depression, that's probably why my depression got really bad. Yeah, with because Emma. you're left alone to try to figure everything out. you're not out on your resting. Neck. You're not, you yeah. know, getting the hours so you could get your exactly. energy back. It's just based on that kid. And then you have other two that are, mom, I'm hungry, mom. Is. And, and you're trying to balance yeah. everything. Yeah. And that's why for me as well, it, my depression got worse because uh 
I was trying to cater to Milan and I was, you know, I hear I have a newborn and I have my issues with this newborn, you know, because he's, he couldn't latch on. So it's already mentally draining mm-hmm. trying to figure out the whole latching situation, like the whole, you know, and even with bottles, he would have that same problem. Yeah. So it's not like I could figure something out where, you know, we'll just switch to um, bottles. No. So it was both problems. And then here I am trying to figure out like, is he gaining weight? You know, is he getting the amount of food that he should be getting? Dude, it's so mentally draining having to worry about the newborn, having to worry about your other baby, trying to have them both be feel equal, you know, that it's just so tough. It's hard. It's hard. It's so hard, you guys. And if you're a mom of more than two babies, props to you. I And don't feel bad. Don't feel, don't bad, feel bad because everybody goes through it. Just people don't talk about it. Yes. But these are the stories. I mean, I dropped my baby a yeah. week ago. You know, yeah. A week being born. A week ago. A week like... ago. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when she was a week old and, you know, luckily she's it fine. Happens. But and, it and happens. And it's that mom guilt, right? I'm oh sure you felt horrible. I felt horrible. I was checking her. I was calling oh, the doctor. He's like, no, she's fine. She didn't even wake up. Yeah. You know, you she were like, hot. She was in the bed. She woke up. Because I startled, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But for her, she would probably be like, See. you know? But it's just the mom guilt. Oh, my God, I'm yeah. such a bad mom. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I dosed We're off. We're so heavy on ourselves. So bad. It's and so then hard. asking for help, too. Like, I know for me, personally, asking for help was... I, I couldn't even think about me reaching out to somebody. Even though I had the people offer... It was like, no, like, I can't have them help me. Like, they're going to think I'm not, like, mm-hmm. what? I, why can't I figure it out? You know, I, I'm their mom. I need to figure out a way to yeah. deal with it. So it's it's honestly so much mentally. And we are so hard on ourselves. Um, and, it, it, you know, having a baby comes a lot of things with it. Oh, and it's lot. not just. Yeah. And it doesn't cute. stop there, you know. It now doesn't stop there. they're they're walking, they're crawling, they're getting into things. Now you gotta put cover the socket. Yeah. Now you gotta, you know. I was just telling Betsy, um, you know, <laughs> usually we're always on the phone, we're always brainstorming, having like our conversations every day. We're on the phone for like an hour to two hours, right? No, tampoco. No, they're gonna think we're doing <laughs> I know, no, but no, guys, we have meetings. <laughs> we have meetings, uh, business meetings, business calls. <laughs> They're like, like dead. They don't do shit. They're like, what the fuck? Two hours on the we'll phone. No, it's but brainstorming, meeting, putting stuff together because we have so many plans we for to for the, this with podcast. Yes, more than like just more, the podcast. Exactly. There's more things to come. So we have meetings about you know what we're doing. We write mm-hmm. them down so we can come back to them. So it's not you know it's not like maybe just like you know we'll throw kids there. in there and stuff like that. But you but know, yeah, it's a lot of were, brainstorming. Yeah. But so you were telling me, I was telling you guys that you know. We always try to communicate with our, like, our business and everything. So it's funny because, you know, lately she's been calling me and I'm like, girl, I can't even answer my phone because Aiden just hit one and I swear I don't know what happened. I'm like, it's from like night and day where he's like 24-7 he wants to be walking. Yeah. And it's like I have to be running after him. Like I have to be holding him physically like holding him does he cry when you don't hold him he, dude okay so this is what happens he does not crawl he does not want to crawl he just out. wants to get up he wants to get up and then like he'll hold on to the couch y solito se avienta, and he'll fall and hit his head dude so i'm like i have to be holding him do you have like a carpet because we do have a carpet eliana was like that eliana did not crawl no that girl will just sit in the middle and we have the couch and we had the, the little table mm. 
So she will sit in the middle while I was in the kitchen and she would just go from the couch and then she will hop to the middle table uh, and she will walk around the middle table. Uh, no, she did not like to crawl. And if she tried to go from one place to the other, she never like to crawl. See, that's the same thing with him. So now I'm like, and my mom, the days that like when I have to work or I do things, my mom is the one that has him. So ella me to where she'll like not not to carry him, but she'll like hold him mm. from. Uh, she does like a little hardness on him. Agarra su rebozo y se lo amarra así. Like I don't oh, know what she does. Yes, yes. And she'll like hold him. Yes. And then he's like ta- like walking, and she's just you know holding him. You know what you so, should do. Have you seen the like they're like um, a bungee thingy? Yeah, I've seen and it. And you put it in the ceiling, and, and they, they could just... walk. You know, it's like a little bungee, and they're walking around. Oh, yes, you haven't seen it. Oh, they I've put seen it on it, the doors. Oh, yeah, I've seen that yeah. one. But he does. He has a jumper where he stays. But he, él no quiere, él quiere andar caminando, agarrando everything, dude. <laughs> so, oh my God! Like he wakes up. I'll put him in the walker for like fifteen minutes max, and then he's like. Like, carry yeah. me, I get him out, and then, like, if I hold him, no. He's like, se jala si, dude. If I have him sitting down and, like, comiendo, he's like, <laughs> you know, and he wants to get off, and he wants me to be holding him. So every time, I can't even answer my phone. I'm like, what's free time? Yeah. You know? She'll call me, like, at, at, like uh, at nighttime. Like, at nighttime, and she's what's like, there? sorry. Or she'll text me. What, what did you text me last time? Um, I can't call you because he is sleeping, and he's been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you guys. And, so and when he's a, when he takes a nap, he's been napping once a day too. So I'm like, before he would go, he went from like three naps, two naps, to now one nap a day. And so when he does nap, that's when I'm like, fuck, like I gotta clean, yep. I gotta get the whole house situated, I gotta go pick Amila from school, I gotta do everything yep. right. So I'm like. And the time I'm like, okay, he's still sleeping. I finished cleaning. I finished doing everything. I'm like, okay, let me sit down for five minutes. And I sit down and I'm like, okay, let me put on my, like a blanket and escucho. And I'm like, that's it. That's 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 being a mom. That's That's it. it. And here I am again. Caminando. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, my bag be killing me though. Cause I'm like this. But you're going to have to like cut that out (sighs) or else he's going to keep you like that. See, but the thing is que ya está acostumbrado así with my mom. My mom lo tiene bien mal acostumbrado. Dude, that's her baby. Yeah. If you guys know moms, if your mom is like that, like, I don't know if it's like an old school thing, but my mom, uh, she's like, no, it's mi mom. niño, dámelo, es mi niño. Like, ay, yo, si no lo, yo dámelo. Like, si lo regaño, oh my God. Are you it's listening over. to this, mom? <laughs> I know, mommy, I know. Mom, are you listening to this? My mom is so different, dude. Well, my mom still works. Uh, my mom has six kids. So we're, I have six. My mom had but, five. Yeah, so, <laughs> but she was like, ah, no, I'm done. Tráeme los un ratito. And then go, so when I want to go see. do something, she'll be like, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm going to go here. Okay, Betsy, only there, okay? And then you come right back. Come back. <laughs> y te aprovecho si te das otra parte. And then I kind of do. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, mom, everybody's going at you. Ah, no, Betsy, Yo te I'm dije. tired. Yo te dije nomás ahorita. And then oh. she'll be like, okay, pues ve un ratito. But, you know, my mom is completely different. She's the complete opposite. My mom is, she will be there for you. She'll motivate you. She'll call you on her shit. But she's not like that mother. you like, oh, my gosh. I my know, baby. mi mama es así. Your mom is like that. My oh, mom mi mama is just like, me lo roba. my mom is not like that. My mom is actually funny because uh, <clears throat> with Emma, she'll be like, Emma, go pick this up and go clean up where you guys, you know, make uh-huh. a mess. And she will. But when it comes to Eliana, I was like, Eliana, go do that. And she's like, no, 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 no
you know, Aww. and she and I was like, oh, <laughs> she's like, enojada. And then my suegra is completely different. My suegra makes uh-huh. listen to whatever. She's like Trust the my mom. That's the love, you know. No lo regañes. Sí, no dude. Mamás. Oh my gosh, suegra, sí. I can't. Mándamelos. Sí. You know? That's my mom, dude. My so my suegra is like your mom. Sí. My mom is just like, I love you for a little bit. Go. Go. Yeah. No, mi mamá me los quita. Me She'll and be like. Yeah, no, my mom helps me a lot. I can't, you know, what I'm doing right now with all my busy schedule. She's there. In the weekends, she's there for me. My aunt helps me a lot. If it wasn't for my aunt, like, last year would have been so much more difficult. Mm -hmm. So, thank you, guys. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, nobody tells you that. And then, wait, (laughs) fast forward to that. Now they're, you know, they're going to school. Oh, Oh, and nobody tells you how you have to juggle this, right? So, it was funny because I was just talking to one of my friends. It's like... She's just had a baby, and she was like, nobody tells you how your life changes when you have a kid. Mm. You have a husband. She has a beautiful relationship, but you have a husband that gets up, gets ready, and goes. But now we focus to the mom. She also works. Mom has to get up, get the kid ready, feed them, make sure they have diaper bags. You know, they have diapers in the bag. Make sure they have the ointment, the formula, the clean bottles, the wipes. For throughout the day. Throughout the day. Then you got to get them ready. Got to get them clothes. Make sure they have extra clothes in the bag. Get these shit all the way to the top. You know? Nobody tells you that. Yes. And now you got to take them off to daycare or to their babysitter. And then I got to go to work. Oh, and... I still got to get ready in the meantime. And, and I still got to make my lunch or make whatever my lunch it is, get my breakfast. That's the women, right? Yes. That's what we go through. Oh, and the man is just like, bye, baby. Bye, mamas. Yes, Out. I love you guys. Have a good day. Yeah. Eso, los hombres, I say like this. Los hombres no tienen cola que le pisen. Sí. Se levantan y se van. Y se van. And it's not a bad thing. That's what, you know, they do. I, but the mom. feel like, why is but that? Why? Like, why? why do I have to, like, you know. Why can't you take them and take them home for the work, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I've seen how some couples actually do do that. The mom gets them ready. The dad drops them off at daycare and he goes to work. And See, then the that's, mom, that's what I we do. I would love that, you know? Like, but no, like, mine was the other way around. Was, was, you guys never, it was just your responsibility well, mainly. I, I've been a homestay mom for many years, mm. you know. Um, with Emma is the one that I had to do that, and I was already separated. Yeah. But even if I had to do something... His work schedule, he had to leave at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Oh, so that's so, it's so like, hard. You know? Yeah. So, but it goes back to yeah. the mom. Yeah. And guys, if you guys are watching this, help her out. When you get home and you take <coughs> a shower. I know you're tired, and you, too. And I know you're tired. I know you've been busting your ass to provide for your family. Get the baby. Tell your wife to go get a pedicure. Tell her to go get a break. Oh, uh, yes. Because being stuck at home. It's mentally draining. It's mentally draining. You're doing the same thing over and over. Then the kids are crying. Then the kids are fighting. Then the kids Ay. are hungry. It's a nonstop. Nonstop. You, my, my husband would go home, you know, play with the kids a little bit and go to sleep. I still had to wash dishes. I still had to get the kids ready for the next day. The I still had to day, wash yeah. his clothes for work. Yeah. I still had to prepare lunch for it's him. It's never ending. Never ending. My clock finished at what? Dose una, sí. And then Ethan, when he was little, so my son's autistic. Um, when he was little, he would wake up like every two hours oh. screaming or, you know. That's so hard. Because he has something called um, restless sleep syndrome. Mm. So he's asleep. His body, like when you see him, he's asleep. But his brain is still going. And I think about it like this. You know when those days that you're super tired, mm-hmm. but your brain doesn't shut up? Mm-hmm. And even though your eyes are closed and you're probably asleep, your brain is still it's just going. Working. I've had it where, like, I'll listen to a song, and for some reason, I'm playing the song while I'm sleeping. I don't know if you've had that. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, wake yeah. up with that song, yeah. and I'm like, what the f- yes. Why? Yes. 
Um, and, you know, so he has something called restless sleep syndrome where he doesn't fully fall asleep. It's, um, it's, it's part of, you know, having autism. Autism is not, it doesn't come alone. It comes with many different um, other diagnoses, mm -hmm. right? It's never just, oh, he has autism. No. Um, for oh, example, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, for example, my it's the spectrum is huge. That's crazy. huge. So my son is autistic with intellectual disability. Intellectual disability is the more professional um, wording for retardation. Mm. So they change retardation to intellectual disability okay. because a lot of people are getting offended with retard saying retard the word retarded. Yeah, which I think you know sometimes you know it can come it off comes out, that, but yeah. it, it comes off offensive. Yeah, so. He has intellectual disability. He has ADHD. He has anxiety. Mm. Oh, so has, it's a lot. He has restless sleep syndrome. And he has something called sick like vomiting. So, oh, I remember yeah. one time he was at the hospital. Yes, so he, um, he has all this stuff. And when you're a mom, a first time, that's my, my baby. That's traumatizing. So when we found out, keep in mind, we didn't find out he had autism until he was nine. So he was diagnosed way too wow. late. I should have known, but I was in a small town that, you know, um, I remember didn't you talking have the about resources. it. Yeah, didn't yeah. have the resources. So when I took him and I noticed something, they were like, no, he's just a boy. He's developmentally delayed. Mm -hmm. So Ethan started pre-K at three years old mm -hmm. and he wouldn't talk. He wouldn't make eye contact with you. Oh, actually he would. He would make eye contact because he made eye contact. They would rule out autism. So back in the day, if the kid didn't make eye contact, it was, okay, you know what? He has that characteristic. He's autistic. But mm -hmm. my son was interactive with people. He made eye contact with so people. So they considered it. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the older he got, he started getting more little signs here and there. And finally, there was a doctor that listened to me. I and I was like, look, that. now he's doing this and he's doing that. And he goes, has anybody told you about, you know, that your son might be autistic? And I was like... No, but I know he's autistic. It's just something in you that you know <laughs> As a mom. there is something wrong. And the answer or the bullshit they're feeding you is not correct. It's just, so you just know your gut. You just know it. So when he finally told me that, I was like, ah, oh, thank you. Just put it in the fucking piece of paper. Diagnose him so I could get the resources now. Yeah. So finally that happened. But again, it was a small town and the resources were not there. Mm -hmm. So, um... That's when I left and I moved to California, uh, Texas. Mm. And in Texas, they also had some resources, but it was just, I was by myself. I was far away from my family. And that's how I was like, you know what? I started researching. Believe it or not, California has great resources for um, kids with special needs. And I came down here. My mom helped me out and she researched the schools. And keep in mind, through the whole process from he was three to nine, I'm fighting with schools. I'm fighting for them to teach him differently. For him, you just fight with everything while they're growing up, right? You have a teacher that he's saying he's fine. You have a teacher that he's saying that he's lazy, that he's delayed, um, that he has behavioral problems. Then they put him in a class with kids that are in a worse situation. And now you're trying to tell them, hey, my kid learns from looking at other kids, from mm, other peers. It you're doesn't help. Him, it doesn't help. You're putting him with the kid that's in a worse situation. In a worse situation. Now my son's mimicking that kid. Yeah. So it's making it hard for him to grow. Again, oh. if you're an autistic mom, you could relate. There's no middle. 
We should do uh, like a whole episode on you that. You know what? Yeah, I think that's because that'd be it's, great, it's, it's a big. So much. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like a it's broad so spectrum. Where I mean, I myself, I'm just learning. I've, yeah. I've heard that term so many times, but I've never really taken the time to research or know more about. It. It's just yeah, you're you right. know, it's yeah. just. It's just so much. And like you said, there's more to it. Yes. More than to just autistic. You and know? then it would take the whole episode. Yeah. So I think we should definitely do like, because I know there's a lot of moms out there who are going through the same thing, you know, and, and there's so many answers and you, that people are seeking, but nobody's talking about it. And then you feel so lonely. So for sure, I think. Yeah. Talking I definitely about it think and, that this is probably something. And like I said, <laughs> I'm using this platform to connect with people because when you have a kid like that, nobody, the doctors tell you, but it's just like a medically information term. Yeah. term. But they really don't tell you the difficult things, the resources that well, you like can get. Well, like how you were saying, so. you know, that you're cleaning up in the middle of the night and then you have him, you know, having to, you're already stressed enough to, okay, I got to cook, I got to clean, I got to prep the things for tomorrow. But then you have your other baby who's crying every two hours and you're trying to be there for them. And it's honestly so mentally draining, you guys. Yeah. You know, a lot of, I think a lot of parents or a lot of dads out there think, okay, I'm going to work. You're here at home with the kids. Super easy. No, it's like you I, I felt like I was cooking and cleaning 24-7. It's like, by the time you're done cooking and you're like, okay, you're done cooking, you serve the kids, and by the time they're done eating, it's like, okay, mom, I'm done. I want a snack now. And you're like, okay, like, I got to give them a snack. And then when do you have time to eat for you yourself? Don't. You don't. You know, by the time they're done, you're yeah. like, okay, now I got to cook. I got to clean, you know, my mess that I made yeah. from cooking. You go and finish cleaning. By the time you're done, they made a mess in the, in the living room. Yeah. And then, you know, they're like they're bored you got to take them to the park you got to do it it's so much and the dads don't see that side you know they just think oh, okay they're home with the kids and that's I'm as easy yeah. as get i'm doing my job i am providing they have a roof over their head they have food on the table <clears> and <throat> they are home present but sometimes sorry to tell you men you're present but you're not present exactly Being home doesn't mean you're, you're present, present to your children. It's just your body's there. But if you're not engaging with them, if you're not, you know, yes. doing things with them, with them, you're really just a body at home. And that's, you know, one of the things that I've always talked about is like, you have your dad home your whole life. Yeah. But if you're but not building you that connection. Back, when you go back and you think about that, it's like, what did I do with my dad? Yeah. Like what special moments did yeah. we have, you know? And then my parents separated at a young age. So my dad was always like taking us places always you know being there for us man this episode needs to go for a second i half. know no we i think we definitely got to do a yeah a second episode because right now we're talking about like we just went <laughs> yeah no and and i think it's really important but for sure i think we should definitely do another episode where we talk about being at home yes. once you know building the relationship with our kids yes. because right now you know we did go through the pregnancy the delivery when the baby's home, I mean, we still have to go through like when the baby's nine and she's talking back to you because she's turning fifteen. And then 15, your relationship with relationships with them, with how you that. gotta communicate with them when you know. raising a baby. Because mm -hmm. you know, I think we talked about uh, if you guys heard our uh, our last episodes, we did talk about relationships uh, as you and your partner. But now it's as you and your partner with a baby. That's it's, a whole different other subject because now it's like. You have a baby. You both have different um, parenting traits, like Very. what you believe in, you know. So that's another thing that 
a whole other subject that I feel like, you know, could be touched on. Yeah. I think it's very important to talk about this because like I said, this is not just for women, it's for men. And if somebody could just you know give you that perspective perspective, because you have it in your head now exactly because i I feel like it's so hard for you for you to hear it from your wife you Mm -hmm. feel like she's attacking you she's being unsupportive you you know you're You're not doing enough but you know i think if you hear it from another woman's perspective Perspective. and you know us as women telling you you know it's it's for a reason but and you know what you also have the nowadays you see the dad at home the stay-at-home dad and see it's crazy and now the women is working women understand them under because if women are going through it they're going to go through it oh, too because they're staying home yeah and there's some dads that are amazing they're able to juggle both things right well, yeah are able to juggle the job the wife and the kids mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i applaud you because it's a lot it is. but if you guys have like you said both different uh if you guys both have different parenting traits Mm-hmm. One was raised like this. One was another raised like this. It's hard. When it's time to raise that little one in the middle, you guys are going to butt pulling, heads. Pulling back and forth. You guys are going to butt heads because you guys are not on the same page. Yes. And as long as you guys are not on the same page, that kid is watching. He's observing. He's taking all that in. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it's a lot. Yeah. There's so much stuff that we got to talk about. Yes. And I feel like as women... These are things that we wish could have more light into it because there's a lot that we mentally struggle with yes. at home with the kids. You know, it's not all just beautiful, like have the kids go play soccer yeah. and come home and oh, no. live that perfect movie, you know, have dinner. All of us have dinner and go to bed. And, and then like, go to bed and wake up on You know, no, there's so much more to it. So for sure, stay tuned because there's going to be a part two for this. Yes, it right? has to be. It yeah, has it's too, to. too long, too much. Too long, yeah. Too much to just go with one episode. So let us know if that episode should definitely be brought up. Um, we'll let you guys decide on that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully... At least it helped you a little bit, you know, yeah. give you some knowledge on what it is to become a parent 100%. and just know you're doing an amazing job. You're doing oh, yes. the best you can. Do not be hard on yourself, whether you're a mom or a dad, just love that kid. Yes. Do the best, the best, uh, what is it? The best, the best job that you can, the best job that you can. And, and if you don't know how there's parenting classes, talk to somebody, yes. talk to your pediatrician. He has those resources to give to you. And maybe you guys could both go to parenting classes. Yes. You know? I love that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. But yeah, yeah guys reach out. Um, you know, if you feel like there's more that you can learn from, like Betsy said, there's parenting classes out there that you can take, but more importantly, I just want you guys to know that you're doing an amazing job. And there's, there was this quote that I, um, that I once read that says, like everybody, don't judge anybody, anyone, or no parent because they're doing their best. That they're doing the best they can at their their at the, the at their, the the best. They're doing the best they can at the best of their ability with what they have yes, at the moment. You exactly. know, so no, obviously, no parent's gonna want the be- the worst for their kids. No. So, and each kid is different. And each kid is different. So the kids throwing a tantrum. Don't judge. Let, let them be. Let, they, they'll handle them however walking. they want. Let the mom and the dad handle that. Keep walking. Yes, don't sit exactly. there and stare because you don't know if that kid, has, again, has special needs. Exactly. Or the mom's dealing with something. You don't yes. know. So be kind to one another. Mm. Understand that everybody has a different story to tell. And, we and just support. It. Just support, you know? Yes. So, yeah, you guys, I hope that this episode 
really felt make made you feel connected to us and not just us but to that you guys don't feel alone you yes. know there's so many that we went through it we're going through it mm -hmm. i mean i have a one-year-old she has a little four-year-old her youngest one no five five-year-old so and we're in this stage yeah. and you have a teenager with a Autism. Oh, yeah. So it's hard. You know, you're you're getting to see both sides of just a recent mom to having a teenager, all in between, literally, mm -hmm. and you know, struggling with relationships and work, work, life. life. So Gosh, I'm exhausted already. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. A, where's your vodka? The vodka? Can we get, the vodka? Can we get, can we get a vodka? <laughs> I don't drink. Me, me asking for it when I, I don't do. drink. <laughs> You're like, I'll give drink, me a I'll drink it for you. <laughs> All right, no, guys. you guys. But thank you for tuning in. We hope that this uh, episode really connected with you guys. And stay tuned for part two. Or let us know if you guys want part yeah. two. And sorry we're all over the place. It's just there's I know. so much. There's so much. There's so much. You go from one thing to the other and then you're like, oh, but this... Sorry, uh, but part yeah. two, part two should be coming. So let us know down below in the comment section if you guys want a part two yes. with raising a kid with your partner. Yeah, right. Or by yourself. Oh, by yourself. Oh, by yourself. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever floats your boat, honey. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.